0: Hello, and welcome to the Turbulent World of Middle East Soccer, or Mid-East Soccer Podcast. I'm your host, James Dorsey. The question is not if, but when the long-standing American defense umbrella in the Gulf, the world's most militarized and volatile region, will be replaced by a multilateral security arrangement that would have to include China as well as Russia. The United States has perceived diminishing commitment to the Gulf and the broader Middle East, and mounting doubts about the deterrence value of its defense umbrella, leave the Gulf stuck between a rock and a hard place. The American umbrella is shrinking, but neither China nor Russia, despite their obvious interests, are capable or willing simply to shoulder the responsibility, political risk, And cost of replacing it. On balance, China's interests seem evident. It needs to secure its mushrooming political and economic interests in the Gulf, which includes ensuring the flow of oil and gas and protecting its infrastructure investment and the expanding Chinese diaspora in the region. Nonetheless, China has so far refrained from putting its might where its money is, free-riding instead, in the words of U.S. officials, on America's regional military presence. Indeed, for the longest time, China has been able to outsource the protection of its interests to the United States at virtually no cost. For the U.S., guaranteeing security in the Gulf has been anchored in an American policy which accepted that maintaining security far beyond the borders of the United States was in America's national interest, including the protection of Chinese assets. All China needed to do, therefore, was to make minimal gestures, such as contributing to the multinational effort in the Gulf and adjacent waters to counter Somali pirates. In the meantime, China could pursue a long-term strategy to bolster its capabilities. This included infrastructure projects related to the Belt and Road Initiative, BRI, with dual-purpose potential, such as the strategic ports of Gwadar in Pakistan and Dukum in Oman, as well as commercial investment in Dubai's Jebel Ali, the creation of China's first overseas military facility in Djibouti, and significant expenditure on upgrading the Chinese armed forces. All that potentially changed with the rise of U.S. President Donald Trump, who advocated an American first policy that attributed little value to past U.S. commitments or to maintaining existing alliances. Hence, Trump embarked on a trade war with China, viewed as a strategic competitor, and appeared to fuel rather than resolve regional stability by uncritically aligning American policy with that of Saudi Arabia and Israel, and targeted Iran as the source of all evil. This change has yet to translate into specific Chinese policy statements or actions. Nonetheless, the anticipated shift from a unipolar to a multilateral security architecture in the Gulf has cast a new light on the first ever joint naval exercise involving Chinese, Russian, and Iranian naval forces, as well as China's seemingly lukewarm support for a Russian proposal for a multilateral security approach in the Gulf. China was careful to signal that neither the joint exercise nor its closer military ties with a host of other Middle Eastern nations meant it was aspiring to a greater role in regional security anytime soon. If anything, both the exercise and China's notional support for Russia's proposed restructuring of regional security suggests that China envisions a continued US lead in Gulf security, despite the mounting rivalry between the the world's two largest economies. The Russian proposal in many ways fits the China's bill. It calls for a multilateral structure involving Russia, China, the United States, Europe, and India that would evolve out of a regional security conference along the lines of the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe, or OSCE. While backing Russia's proposal in general terms, Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesman Geng Shuang stopped short of specifically endorsing it. Geng welcomed all proposals and diplomatic efforts that are conducive to de-escalating the situation in the Gulf region. China's reluctance to endorse the Russian proposal more wholeheartedly is rooted in differing approaches towards multilateralism in general, and alliances in particular. China shies away from alliances, with their emphasis on geoeconomics rather than geopolitics, while Russia still operates in terms of alliances. Despite favoring a continued American lead, China sees a broadening of security arrangements that would embed, rather than replace, the U.S. defense umbrella in the Gulf as a way to reduce regional tensions. China also believes that a multilateral arrangement would allow it to continue to steer clear of being sucked into conflicts and disputes in the Middle East, particularly the Saudi-Iranian rivalry a multilateral arrangement in which the U.S. remained the key military player would further fit the pattern of China's gradual projection of its growing military power beyond its borders. With the exception of the facility in Djibouti, China's projection becomes less hardcore the further one gets away from the borders of the People's Republic. More fundamentally, China's approach is grounded in the belief That economics rather than geopolitics is the key to solving disputes, which so far has allowed it to remain detached from the Middle East's multiple conflicts. It remains to be seen how sustainable this approach is in the long term. Such an approach is unlikely to shield China forever from the Middle East's penchant for ensuring that it is at the heart of the major external parties' concerns. And as Zhang Zhudong, a Middle East scholar at the Shanghai Academy of Social Science puts it, economic investment will not solve all other problems when there are religious and ethnic conflicts at play. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. A written version of this podcast is on my blog, The Turbulent World of Middle East Soccer, at mideastsoccer.blogspot.com. Dot com. Please join me for my next podcast in the coming days. Best wishes and take care in these trying times.